Hey, welcome to the Brando MMA Roasted Podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the Ween Dog. Uh, so, bro. And then we also have Greg supposedly calling in, uh, coming on, and McCorkle, as well as Don Fry, as well as uh, Chris Lencioni. So it's good. Nice. He just show. competed with uh, Chel Sonny. That's submission underground. Yes. Not before Chel Sonny. angry because the, his opponent pulled out, and then they gave him a guy that was 30 pounds heavier. He was, he was, he was yeah. very angry about it. Um, but uh, the reason we only had one podcast last week was because we recorded two with Alan Juban. Yeah. And we had Alan on the whole show. And then Greg, it was me, Alan, Greg, and Shang. It was a great show. It was great. But then Ween Dog accidentally didn't record it. No, or- no, no. I'll, I'll explain. So what happened is we record these on Zoom. And when you're done recording the show, Zoom, like it exports, it converts the file into an MP4 video format. And it normally takes like 10 to 15 minutes to do it. it like when you're done recording, it says, all right, now converting or exporting video it takes 15 minutes. But for this one, it took like, it was taking like almost an hour to export, which wasn't really normal. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then it ended up just corrupting and it said the file could not be converted. So then what happened is I I went and I I went to the Zoom uh, support thing and you have to be a fucking pro account holder for them to get back to you at all. So you have so I signed up for a pro Zoom account just so just so I can use the technical support aspect. And they get back to me. And they said uh, normally this we, this is something we've uh, occurred, but I don't think we can help you at this time because you didn't save it to the cloud because you weren't a pro account user at the time. Because if you're a pro account user with Zoom, you can save the video files to a cloud. So then they said, I can't, they can't really do anything. And then I paid for the separate program that goes deep into your computer's data files to retrieve lost data. And that didn't really help, but I'm still in the process of recovering. I haven't given up all hope yet. So, you know, I was telling Greg that we did a great show last week with Alan. I thought one of our funniest shows, everybody was, it might've been the best show of all time. And then. What? No, 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 no. I mean, it was a good show, but we've had far more. I want to episodes. create a lost episode more behind it. And Ween Dog hits me up and says, "Hey, by the way, the show's not. It didn't happen." And I was like, "Well, look, look. Obviously, Ween Dog, you've been with me forever. Like, I owe you so much for the show. I'm not gonna. I didn't get mad at you. I was disappointed." I, oh, yeah. I felt I felt worse for Greg and for Alan. No, hundred percent. I literally everyone. spent the entire day trying to recover it, and before so, that, so I said to you, "Okay, hey man, so angry. It's okay, but you have to explain to everybody what happened. Did you yeah. call Greg and explain to him? I called Greg. He didn't pick up. I don't know what's going on there. I called Shang. He didn't pick up. Alan, you know, I don't know what's going on with these people. But did you text everyone? Yeah. Of course. So, so everyone knows that the podcast wasn't up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't text anybody because I, oh. I didn't completely give up hope. 
I wanted if I I would text him if I, I knew. 100% say, did you actually did destroyed. you actually call? Did you call me? Are you talking about me? You called me? No, I don't have your phone number at all. No, no, you, I, I was gonna say I don't remember getting a call <laughs> Wait, from you. No, I, didn't, I certainly get, didn't get a voicemail from you no, or text. So I'm feeling like an asshole because because Greg and everyone knows that there's no pod that like the podcast didn't show up. I said just take responsibility for what happened. And you didn't take responsibility. You didn't actually talk, talk to anybody. I'm taking responsibility by trying to recover the file, the, f- the full well, episode. Well, all right, Greg. I'm sorry about last week, and it's the second time this happened with Alan. The, the imp- he they did a show with the Improv one time, and they uh, they deleted the files too. So Are you said, serious? Yeah, the live show. My, yeah, the live show. This has been on two of my shows that have not aired. So, and I, but I told you to apologize. Why wouldn't you text people and say, I'm sorry, what happened? Because I, when I text them, that means I give up hope. That means they give up hope. They, they're upset. I want to keep trying to find this file. You know what I'm saying? Wait, I don't wait, wait. So we say, didn't even publish the audio though? We didn't publish the no, podcast No, we at all? Dog, no, it, the whole podcast got destroyed as of now. And I told Wean Dog to take responsibility and to text you because I felt terrible for wasting everyone's time to which he did not do. So I'm, I'm hearing about this now. For the, we know you gotta listen. Everybody fucks up. Everybody fucks up, but you gotta take responsibility for it because it's on me. I'm the one who asking Greg and asking Alan to do the podcast. So if you fucked it up, it's no problem. I love you. It happens, but you gotta take responsibility for it. One hundred percent. And I will say sorry. I should have texted everybody immediately. I planned on it, but I still feel like I could get this done. And you know. It's so I'll show you. I'll tell you how disconnected I am. I I thought it went out. I swear I thought there was no I saw a I, post. Now, I felt terrible because everyone's because I'm like, you know, especially for Alan, took an hour and a half out of his day. Uh, yeah. I mean, so we dog after this podcast is over, you have to text Alan and tell him what happened. 100%. Okay? I'll DM him on Twitter. No, 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 no. Text. Yeah. If you don't, don't yeah. If you don't say if you don't, don't say his phone number shit is. is gone forever. I mean, if Just you don't him. save. Yeah, it's just Wingo, gone. Text these people. It's OK, man. Accidents happen. But you got to take responsibility. for it, OK. 100%. Oh, I mean, you would have to dig up the, you know, the NSA backup that <laughs> allegedly doesn't exist. Speaking of accidents, we all know does. So, so I take it Don Fry is on the call right now. Is that what's going on? Yeah. No, that looks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening to you berate this five-year-old child. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> No, what the fuck is that? You're a five-year-old child, not the not the fact that I'm berating. Okay. No, you know he didn't. He, he didn't argue that point, did he? he no. <laughs> oh god. So, uh, I, I know it's Don Fry because you're like in a wind tunnel, and I also told him to come on at twelve thirty. It's now twelve oh five, but it's still Don Fry. So anytime during the day is okay. He either comes a half exactly. hour early or half hour late, but I know it's him because. It's like fucking wind everywhere. Like he's calling me from a tsunami. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then McCorkle, I think, has also joined us, but you don't get video anymore. Is that what's going on? Uh, my internet's so bad right now, man, it won't connect video. So I got audio, if you can hear me. It's a decent audio quality, though. This is some, this is some team I, I've, I've assembled. This is like the Expendables, except not. Uh, <laughs> he's so ugly, his computer won't even look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I've been doing, right? So uh, I talked about this last time, but no one will ever hear it because Wean Dog deleted it. Um, So about two years ago, I was getting paid in crypto on this website that I did really well on, yada, yada. Uh, And I I was very new to crypto and I accidentally sent the wrong currency to Coinbase. Like I sent a token to an Ether wallet. They accepted it, but now it's just sitting there. I can see there. 
at the time it was like a, a couple thousand dollar mistake and I was like kicking myself. Well, now it's up to over like a hundred thousand, right? It's a lot, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money that I have that I can't get to, but it's there. I can see it. I can see the money and, and they can do it. So I've hit up Coinbase. I keep getting back like, sorry, we don't accept this token, but when we do, you'll get the money back. Uh, if we do. Uh, so then I spent New Year's Eve finding everybody on LinkedIn that works for the company and hitting them up. I, like the last six hours a day, blah, 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 blah. That sort of has been working. I've been getting some decent response. But then I Listen, just- Listen, if added- anyone ever just, if anyone ever tries to dispute the validity of Adderall, they just got to hear this account. So then I took Sorry. the, C- so then I put the CEO, I put his name on, uh, on, on, on Twitter. And I said, hey, Brian, you know, I, I have a hundred, thousand worth of tokens stuck in Coinbase, please help at Coinbase support. I've been trying to get them out. They're in my own wallet, you know, my wallet. I I basically robbed myself, you know? So then uh, I put anybody that that gives me, anybody that retweets is give me a topic of a joke and I will tell you a joke about that person. So the last week I've been putting thousands and thousands of MMA jokes. And finally, like just this guy's whole Twitter feed is just Tito Ortiz, Jens Parker, <laughs> John McCorkle, Wean Dog, you got one. It, it's an impressive, it's an impressive list of uh, jokes. I gotta tell you. Biz Bing, but people keep asking me for the same people. I'm like, give me somebody else. I'm like, scroll down. I can only make 19 Brendan Child jokes today. Right? <laughs> one after another, after another. Finally, That's 19 I gotta, more than Brendan can make. So I finally got a response from the guy. I finally, yesterday, he responded to me saying, hey, sorry for the inconvenience. I'm going to have my guys look into it, right? So then somebody from Coinbase writes, hey, send me your info, blah, 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 which I did. Then someone else said, that's a fake profile. I'm like, great. So now so now I had to look, find that guy's information. You know, I will say it did look like a fake profile. I saw the guy you were talking to. He had yeah. like zero tweets, 11 followers, like one picture. Yeah, so I had to go that. find his email. So, oh, my God. Um, like, so you sent, you sent your info to a fake tech person. It's probably well, CB it Gold. Turns out, turns out the guy's a real tech person. It just, like, it actually is the, is the person. Because oh, I yeah, actually, I found him. I found him off the uh, the actual email, but it's just been like, what a disaster. I mean, but this guy's like whole Twitter feed is MMA jokes, just thousands of them. And then people are angry. Like, I don't want you to get your money back because I've been enjoying these roasts all day. Like people are telling me that. Hey, I've got a, I've got a great technical support joke when you have a time, not joke, but a story when you have time, but go ahead. Oh, so that's, that's what I've been doing. My last story after this in the editing. My my last week and a half has been obsessed over this. Uh, Oh God. God. It's a lot I of mean, money. Now, I, now, see, here's the thing. I mean, that's how is it your wallet, but you can't get to it? I, this, I listen, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I understand Bitcoin or, you know, at all. But, but do. yeah, it's basically, basically, it's a, it's a token that's a subdivision of Ethereum, which is why they took it. Other, other places go, if you make this kind of mistake, you pay a fine, you can get the money back. Right. But they, but they don't offer that service on this one. So I've just been like, which is crazy because there's a lot of people that have, have, have had this problem. Um, but also it's, it is my own wallet. One thing if I gave it to someone else, I gave it to myself and they took oh. it and they like took, and they also took it. That's why, they, and it's supposed to be the most trusted source of crypto. Like, and it's, it's there, I can see it. So 
give it back to me. You know, um, I, that's I what's so strange. It's your wallet. Why I can't know. you? So, but I don't, although I will say this. Okay. I have a friend who uh, has become one of the top cryptocurrency experts yeah. in the U S he writes about it. He speaks about it. He's, you go to these conferences. He's one of the guys up on the dais discussing it. I had lunch with him before he moved to DC um, to, and I was like, just, okay. Like I'm a child. Can you please just explain cryptocurrency to me? And, and he took me through, you know, blockchain and yeah. all this, what it, you know, and I have to admit, I, 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 I it still made it's, it's still so confusing. But the thing was, <laughs> that, I was like, was, I was like, you know what? Let's just enjoy our fall and go on with our lives. The thing was, I, you know is, what? You're the best person to explain it, and I still don't get it. So I'm just gonna stay away from it. Well, the thing is, like, the transaction went through. Like, that's the thing. It should not have went through if they didn't accept the like, if they didn't accept the currency. And also, the fact is, like, like if they're not spending the money and keeping it, then give it back. It's one thing if they were spending it, they're not. It's right there. So, and then they're saying, well, once we recognize it, then. I don't know. It's a whole thing. I have like a, a whole 30 point argument, but, I, I've, I've, <laughs> but I've been, I've, I've been blocked by a lot of these people. Let, uh, me, let me tell you something. Everything you're telling me just reinforces my love of good old fashioned cash. I know, I know people are going to, I love, I love cash, man. It works everywhere. And, uh, well, I mean, uh, I hate, nice and, I hate telling nice people, and private and anonymous. Well, I mean, I feel like an asshole telling people the whole world that I lost this money in crypto that's there. And then people know that I have the money. You're like I, it's like a no-win situation. I don't want people. And then people start that. making fake accounts and trying to get you to sell them their information. Uh, that information. I mean, it's just like, and I feel like the biggest idiot in the world for doing this and like not paying complete attention to what I was doing. And it, it goes back to like me feeling like a failure and a loser and all this other shit. So it's like, it is what it is, man. Uh, all right, what are we talking about? Um, fights. Well, my technical support story. You ready? All right, go yes. on. Yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, my, my internet is fabulous. Like, that's why it's so shitty all the time. But uh, so I call it HughesNet, trying to figure out, like, what the deal is, what the problem is. This lady's running Wait a minute, through Matt diagnostic Hughes shit. Hughes has his own internet service? <laughs> Not anymore. No. Um, so, uh, so I'm going through this stuff, and I don't realize. She goes, okay, well, you have too many devices that's, uh, like, connected for us to run this test. You need to go ahead and remove some. And it doesn't matter what race the lady was, but she sounded indie. There it is. There it is. I knew yeah, that was she coming. She speak English very well. So. Right. Yeah, so she was, uh, so she's like hit me with all this different stuff. I can barely understand her, kind of like you guys with me on this podcast because my internet. But I can barely understand her. And apparently, my son, being funny, when he named my phone, helping me set it up, named it D's Nuts, right? Yeah, yeah, so, we see it. Yeah, so this lady's like, okay, I need you to take D's Nuts and move them into the living room. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, I was like, oh, okay. She goes, can you disconnect D's Nuts? Like she didn't know, she didn't know what it was. I was like in tears, laughing, like talking to this lady because. She just kept saying stuff like, I think we've got too many. We need to get rid of these nuts, you know, or whatever. That's I don't know. Hilarious. I thought that was That's hilarious. Great. That is funny. That's like, there's a comic named Mike Ball at the Ha Ha. <laughs> when I, I would go up to him, like, I was hosting the show. I'm like, what do you want me to say about it? What's your name? I could have sworn he said, my balls. Right? Like, that was his chick. <laughs> So I go, his next comic is from Michigan. Give it up for my balls. Right? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Terry laugh so hard. In her, like the owner of the comedy club was dying. Oh, like, man, I, I thought that was his name was my balls, which actually would have been funnier than his, his act at the time. Uh, when, so, I first, when I first set up my, my iPhone, uh, like my original one, like the iPhone 5 or whatever, when I first got one, I set it up as, as King Dong. 
uh, just as, you know, just goofing that way, you know, yeah. people would be like, oh, King Dong. Okay, so it said King Dong. And then I was shooting a pilot for Nickelodeon. And everyone's taking pictures on the set and everything. And I'm like, oh, share with me those pictures. And they turn on the airdrop and they're like, what's your name? And all of a sudden, and one of the moms is like, are you King Dong? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm trying to take it right now, actually. I'm, there it is. Like, so By the way, oh guys, guys, I I finally started Cobra Kai on Netflix. It's the best. Holy yeah. shit. That is the best show I've ever seen. Well, in the past season like, two one years. is by far the best. Season Amazing. One is by far better Amazing. than the rest. The other, the other two and now three, I mean, they're okay. But but one really is the one the most connected to Absolutely. the original movie. 100% right, Greg. I love it. It's yeah. taking a lot of liberties, though. Like, I I agree. Season one was amazing, but I think it also was the, the, the um nostalgia factor. So like that, the first four episodes, you were like, oh, this is the best. Because after you accept the fact that it's, then you're like, wait a minute, what, why am I watching this in some ways? So I think that like that helped a lot. The first well, episode. exactly. Because it's still about the rivalry between those two dudes in the first, you yeah. know, in the first season. And then it kind of gradually grows away. Well, from Johnny that. makes the whole show. If not for Johnny, that show would suck. Uh, yeah. William Krabka is, and which shows you how good of an actor he is. Like, why did not get that guy not work for 30 years? He's <laughs> that is weird. He really is so good and great at being an asshole. And the shows always have to have an asshole. You're right. How has he not, we not seen more of him in the past, in this 30 year break? And also an if asshole. Only like he had had the foresight to befriend Joe Rogan and come on his podcast all the time. There's no <laughs> telling what he could have done. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, you're not wrong though. And an asshole that you love, though. That's the difference. It's like a lovable yeah. asshole. That's yeah. really hard to play a lovable asshole. Like a guy like an Al Bundy or like uh, certain guys out there that like Nicolas Cage is amazing at playing like just fucking flawed individuals that you love. You know, Have John, you seen John, him on, on the history of swear words on no, Netflix. Good. Is it good? Very funny. It's pretty damn funny. He's so dramatic. It's, Basically, Don just, Fry in real life. Don Fry in real yeah. life. Most lovable asshole. <laughs> Don, are you with us again? Good thing, good thing you're, good thing you're in the land of Oz, boy. <laughs> Dude, this is, first of all, this is what Don Don texted me today. Hey, I've been watching your videos on Instagram. You're funny. What the fuck happens to you during the podcast? You suck. Oh my god. <laughs> now, if you give me a minute, I'm gonna go eat a steak with a side of nails. <laughs> Dude, I can't, I can't tell you the amount of times he's called me a word for a gay person on my text messages, but in the most lovable way. Uh, uh, <laughs> like he's just like, Don is the next. You really are Archie Bunker in 2021, man. So. Hey, that's a hell of a compliment, man. It's true. I'm surprised Don still has uh, internet access with the way they're deleting everybody who says anything pro-Trump. Like, I'm surprised he can even still get on the internet. Okay, here, and here's, my, here's my stance on that, right? Uh, well, I didn't vote for Trump and I don't like the way he's handled certain things. And also, uh, other people like people that go to parlor, I am totally against censorship. Even if you don't agree with him, he, I don't think you should take people off Twitter. You can't get rid of parlor. It's going to make things 10 times worse than what you're trying to accomplish. Well, uh, what everybody forgets is it might be your turn next. So, yeah. you know, like it, you, you may be on that side. That's happy Trump's down. Wait till they turn around to decide you're going down too. Like that's the problem. So that's the same. That's the same thing with the, the one percenters taking the money from one percenters. You know, it, it, it's a numbers thing. Eventually, that numbers one come down to you, you know. 
But also, we, we got to realize that I want to know people's opinions, whether I hate them or not. I want to know they're out there. Dude, yep. I, got, I, I, I got a video kicking off TikTok last week because uh, I, I, it, it was wasn't a video. funny. No, well, that. Well, listen. First of all, I'm not. <laughs> first of all, Greg, was it you dancing? First of all, Greg, you got to get on TikTok because. The videos that I put on Instagram and YouTube get, you know, a thousand hits, 2000 hits. I put the same video on TikTok, 80,000 hits, like n with, with zero promotion, especially stand up comedy. Because it's just because it's Chinese have nothing else to do with their life. Well, no, it's funny because I'm looking at who it is. And my wife says it's all dads spying on their daughters. It's all middle-aged men. Everyone following this that have accounts to see what their, their kids are doing. Uh, I don't care. That's my fan base. But Here's, here's the Actually, thing. I, th I think it's all dads spying on their daughter's friends. That's what I think. But. Yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that one. There's some creepy shit you'll see on TikTok. That you'd be like, am yeah, I like, even illegally allowed to look at this? Or legally allowed? Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell if a girl's 15 or 30 in a lot of these videos. I'm like, yeah. I don't even See, want to and I just, you know what? I don't even, I don't know that I want to even open that. Stand-up comedy clips, dude. I'm telling you. The stand-up comedy clips that get like, Average of a thousand hits are like getting 50, 75,000. I don't know what it is, but so the, so the video mine would go up to a thousand. No, no, I'm telling you, Greg. <laughs> like, it go from 62 to a thousand. You <laughs> know how uh, Adam said you can't tell if girls are 15 or 30. Like, I get on TikTok and I can't tell if Brendan Schaub is unfunny or really unfunny. <laughs> Ooh, that's two. <laughs> that's two. So the video I put up, right, which was like, I'm on stage, some girl goes, that's a dad joke. And I'm like, well, sorry, I'll do a horror joke for you, right? Everyone laughs, yada, yada. They said I was bullying. Like, oh my that's God. bullying? That's how soft we've become? Like, we've been, like what? And you're, and you're encouraging me to get on this site? Oh my <laughs> no, so I protested it. I wrote, I go, oh, we're the, the comedy show, blah, blah, blah. They, 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 like, they, they put it back up. But I, ca I can't believe people, that was, that was, that was, that was bullying. Um, fucking crazy. You know what? If you're not adult enough to go to a, a uh, an adult comedy store, you stay home. You know that that's what happens when you go to a stand up comic and you open your fucking mouth. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna fucking bust your balls. That's true though. That's exactly right. And it's sort of like everyone understood that that was the deal, but yeah. then you put it online and people are just free to take umbrage with whatever they want. And the, you know, and then, then we get what we get. You know. Yeah, exactly. Change exactly. the channel. There's this, there's this amazing thing called a knob, you know, or used to be on, on TV. You change, you turn it, you know. And listen, and sometimes you would replace that knob with pliers. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Because the knob would get stripped, and so you'd have to take it off, and then you just have to use <laughs> no, pliers called, to change the fucking channel. It's called channel, channel that, lock. Channel that's, lock. That's, that's, so that's how old we are. So I got some crazy news about Mayhem. I don't know if I'll see if you oh, talk no. about it. But, uh, so he rejected a plea deal that would have put him in for four years. Uh, and now, wow. now he's going on trial and uh, he's looking at life if he loses. Life in prison. For what? What did he do? For what? Uh, stealing his girlfriend's car. And, uh, and a three strike thing, right? Yeah, it was like a, it's like a three strike thing. So yeah, that I know there's a Holy couple. Holy shit. 
I, I listen to this three, three strikes thing, man. I, I listen. I'm not on board with this. I think yeah, this is too. Working. This that's, is that's it, it is. It really is. It's just a way to to trap. I, I mean, I, I don't know because the three strikes are not the same. This guy's three strikes aren't the same as that guy. You know what I mean? Now he kills somebody right. three times. You know, but this is you know. I don't know, man. I, I people, that kill people, aren't even, people that kill people aren't even doing life. That's like, what I'm saying, and, 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 and right. because it's a third thing. Like I don't know. I, I just say I, I I got a real problem with this three strikes business. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I do so, too. Uh, I do too, and I'm conservative. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this thing is, I'm an, I'm I'm conservative about a lot of things. I'm not a stark raving liberal. I, not, not by any means. I'm very there. You know, and I think most people are that way. I think most people are conservative of some things and liberal of other things. You know, I think most people are a mix of these things. I don't think I, very yeah. few people are slammed all the way to one side or the other. It's just those are the ones making most of the noise. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. And I think also those people. I think people like someone like Gina Carano get they get backed into a corner because they make one comment and they get attacked. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, hey, come to our side. And then they, like, feel wanted on that side. And then they, they get painted as a huge Republican or a huge liberal. But that's not even – they're just going with the people that are supporting them. It's just – it's uh, so it's crazy. Anyway, let's talk about some fights. Uh, UFC is now going to be on ABC. Um, ABC – Owned by Disney, ESPN, <laughs> owned by Disney. Um, <laughs> I hope they do to it like they did with football and the Nickelodeon broadcast. <laughs> and they had, they had like slime and shit going on. I hope they do that with UFC and like, you know, like little stars, like Instagram filters end up all over the fucking guys and all kinds of fucking stupid ass fucking shit. Oh, That'd be great. Maybe, uh, maybe if Nickelodeon gets involved, they'll be like, hey, let's bring King Dong in for a commentator. <laughs> Listen, King Dong's available. <laughs> I mean, how funny would it be if like someone gets knocked out and then like Minnie Mouse comes out and Mickey Mouse starts like, like who? You're down. Who? That's the fight. Who? <laughs> yeah. So that's you have got ABC. You got I'm, knocked the fuck out. Who? I'm excited about this though. I mean, I think it'll be good. I, I I just wish they had people's reactions that don't aren't fans that are changing the channel and then see someone just completely bloody and like their ear falling off. <laughs> but like they got to figure out a way that we could see those people reacting to MMA for the first time. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a big risk on the part of ABC who convinced them that the fights wouldn't have something like that guy getting his <laughs> ear ripped off. I mean, they're like, ah, no, it's not like that anymore. It's not like that anymore. It's like, yes, it is. Maybe not as often, but it sure is. That uh, ear shit was the craziest shit say, I've ever seen. All they got to say is, Hey, those guys fighting are Trump supporters and unborn babies. Like, I'll kill him. That's cool. <laughs> oh, God. This show always takes a weird turn uh, based on McCorkle. Now, Don Fry, your fight got nominated the best fight of the 90s. Your Tekiyama fight, by the way. So, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Best Thank fight. And then you were also what voted the manliest, the manliest man in the world. Uh, there was a poll. You were the man, you're the manliest <laughs> man in the world. So, all right. That one I agree with. My fight with Takayama wasn't that like 2003. Oh, maybe it was best of 2000. I don't know. They said the 90s, but uh, okay, all right. So uh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was so good. It was still the best of the 90s. Which is it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that you're the man, man, but you're also like also like a guy. Don Fry never cheated on his wife. Sean McCorkle never cheated on his girlfriend or his ex. wife nope. You know, like these people are like they have they have morals. You know, like they're not these guys yeah. going fuck everything they're actually good people you know uh right. 
so which is nice. Well, we grew up in a different generation, you know. Yeah, I grew up grew up with a father that taught us things. What did he teach you? <laughs> Keep your dick in your pants. <laughs> That's a strong lesson. Yeah. And it's a lost lesson. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's true. But McCorkle wouldn't let his girlfriend go to clubs. That was bullshit, right? You said you would break up with her when she went to a, 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 a nightclub with her friends. No, I just we just didn't do separate nights out. Like, cause I know exactly what guys are doing on their nights out. I know what girls are doing. So if you're dating somebody, if you think for a second when she goes out, she's not trying to get attention or flirt with other dudes, you're crazy. And same with guys. That would right. be like a guy that goes to a strip club being like, "Oh no, I was just there because my friends wanted to go." Like, sure you were. Like that's why you went. Like, it, uh, yeah, I, I don't I know. I feel like some girls can go out and not let guys rub their dicks on their ass. I feel well, like I mean, some they don't, girls they don't can do that. But I just uh, do that. Anything that you can't do in front of me, you shouldn't be doing. That's the way I always looked at it. Unless it's taking a dump. So. <laughs> I don't want to take you to do that in front of me. Show, I show no yeah. Can I tell you one time I, I was, I was uh, doing a show and uh, after the show, I took this girl, this girl went with me back to my room and uh, we started full around. She's like, I'm so sorry. Uh, let me just go to the lobby really quickly. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean you gotta go? She's like, she's like, I gotta go to the, I'm like, oh, you go to the restroom. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Go to the restroom. So she goes to the bathroom and fucking fires off a massive deuce. Okay. No way. And then, and then she comes back out and we start making out again and the shit smell starts just wafting into the room. Oh. And uh, it that's when Greg got really hard. No, it, <laughs> yeah, did it blow you down? Dude, it hit me like a brick in the face. Like, I mean, I was just like, ah, ah. it was so bad. I, I was just like, did you eat a burning tire? What the fuck? So then, so I was just, so I was just like, you know what? Let's just, let's go find your friends. Where were your friends? Let's go meet them at that bar. <laughs> we just got the fuck out of there. Wow. And you're a guy that did cocaine off a girl's asshole at a club one time, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that was at a party. It wasn't. That a party. sounds like it was the same night. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I'd had that, I might have been able to fight through it. But without it, I was like, "We got it. I can't." And I had to like crack. I like crack the window to the to the room, even though it was like 14 degrees outside. Just leave and oh, Dude, the first time I ever had sex, I, I just my I was 17 years old. I just watched porn. So I took the girl's legs and put them over her head uh, when she was lying down and she queefed. And I was like, uh, was that you or me? Like, I never, <laughs> she said it was, I, I was like, I'm so wet right now. Well. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole the other night of uh, girls, like videos of girls shitting. And I just, I wanted to see if I could get into it. It's just, and it's really hard. Wean dog angle. There's a big, <laughs> There's a big market out there on the internet of videos like of girls taking shits in 4K HD, like up close. You know, you want to hear something crazy? So before this podcast, my wife got called into work, so I took my kid to uh, to music class, and there was another mom there, and I said, "Hey, I got to do this podcast. Can you come over with your son and watch my daughter during this?" So now she's listening to this right now in the other room. <laughs> And like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I met her like, like, and now she's hearing this right now. This is yeah, she's listen. thinking, man, you guys yeah, are talking listen. about an awful lot of shit. What's next? Brendan Shaw special? <laughs> Hello, that's three. Pew, pew, pew. Got it. Okay. He won't be helping you again. That's just the last time. 
<laughs> so let's talk about this fight. Uh, so, all right, Diego Sanchez called out James Kraus. Kraus won seven of his last eight. Uh, Diego's lost ten of his last four. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't think this is a good fight for him. Um, I this is his last fight, which is good. But I don't think Kraus is the guy you want to fight for your last fight. The guy's like seems to be hitting his stride. Uh, I don't know. He seems to be getting better. And uh, I don't see Diego winning this fight. Sean, you? McCorkle. All right, Greg. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I exactly. I mean, James Krause is heating up. No, man, Krause is in his prime right now. He's an awesome guy, too, man. Um, Krause is, can you hear me? Yeah. About a good 25-second delay, but we'll we'll work through it. All right, go on. <laughs> all right, Greg. <laughs> you know, listen, when Don, when Don yeah. Fry is laughing at your internet connection, you fucked. That's bad news. All right, Greg. Uh, yes, well, yeah, well, listen, I've been against Diego's last several fights, him fighting all together. If this is his last fight, I think he should fight somebody that's also, you know, like from his era that's also about to close it down. Maybe somebody that has an old school beef with something that's more appropriate for a person of his age and experience. I agree. How about BJ Penn? Right, but then yeah, to, BJ Penn would be great. BJ lost to a bouncer though his last fight, um, and they'd have to like bring him. <laughs> I mean, well, he did come back and win, but they'd have to bring him back in there. I don't think they want either of them fighting. I don't think Dana likes this at all, to be honest. I, I think it's a bad. Uh, I think it's a bad look. You know, Diego is like is he has an OnlyFans now with his coach. Um, I don't know what kind of content thing on there. I almost they're, really the, they're the only fans on there. <laughs> when they put out that picture of them like sitting naked together on the hotel bed, I was like, something is not right here. Something is very strange with those two dudes. Who's his coach? He's the guy that like says he's his guru and and he teaches all this stuff. But it seems that all his videos are like how to beat up seven guys at once. And it's like, the, it's like almost like a parody video of fighting. Uh, and he, he's his only coach, only cornerman claims to have all this knowledge of like overseas military training, but everyone seems to be not really buying it. Uh, especially Matt Sarah. He went to Matt Sarah and demanded respect. I don't know. It just seems. Listen, you know, you know, your career is at its conclusion when your MMA coach convinces you to go on OnlyFans. fans. <laughs> <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> That, that, that when he's like, I listen at your level, I think your best move is get on OnlyFans. Have you tried that? Like, well, I mean, is- Stephen Bonner was in his corner and that coach, and I'm like, when Stephen Bonner is the voice of reason, like you have <laughs> you have issues, you know? Yeah, the American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. I told Stephen that. I went out for lunch with him in Vegas. He was laughing his ass off. By the way, uh, and speaking of which, yeah. So Diego, I don't know. I think it's a bad. I think it's a bad, bad move for Diego doing that. Um, but I like Diego a lot. I just think he's being misled by this, this coach who he hasn't really. Well, I, he did beat Mickey Gall that time when Mickey had a heart attack during the fight or something. But <laughs> since then, he hasn't won a round and seems to be getting been getting killed. You know, uh, the last couple of fights. So I don't know. It just doesn't seem like. Yeah, right. Ronda Rousey's a boxing coach. No, that guy's that guy. That guy looks like Greg Jackson compared to this guy. I mean, that seriously, like, like not even close. This guy, I don't understand where this guy came from, and he just seems to be this crazy. I don't know. It's it's nuts. It's it not. Might be a drug dealer. It might be. Uh, it might be. That makes sense. 
Speaking of which, we talked yeah, about Kai earlier. Uh, back to Cobra Kai for one second. There are a lot of things that are, are weird. I hate watching Ralph Macchio fight, by the way. <laughs> oh, God, it's so awkward. It's so bad. It his kinda, wig, dude, whenever, his wig. When, dude, whenever he starts doing one of the fight sequences, it almost takes away the value of the original movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I believe the original ending lasts watching him do these moves now. Oh, and you then, know? Like, yeah, that, and then also... I hate, I hate to like spoil it, but like the kid was in like a coma, w- couldn't walk, was gonna die, and then he's like doing full on full blown karate the next episode. Like it just doesn't really make any sense how he recovered that fast. There's a lot of things that taking they're taking liberties uh, into this. I'll tell you who looked good: Elizabeth Shue looked great. Uh, she seemed to have she's aged really well, especially for like a, an actress in Hollywood. Uh, sometimes they do too much work to their face and yada yada yada, but uh, good for her. What is up, people? How's it going? What's going on? Are we ready for some football? Well, college football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend, right? And the NFL regular season is finishing up, but the playoff picture becoming clearer. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. What's that place? BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus, okay? I'm talking about in the NFL, in college football, okay? Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your very first deposit. Yes. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And you got to visit our good friends and exclusive partner at, at betonline uh, underscore AG. That's at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your first sign up bonus. Okay? Hashtag betonline. Check it out. Okay, I highly, 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 highly recommend. It is awesome. But uh, I know that uh, Sean McCorkle sent me a video of why the guy from the Karate Kid 3 is the greatest guy ever. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Silver. Yeah, Terry Silver. You're a big Terry Silver fan. He's awesome, man. That dude is amazing. Like, he is, uh, his, his whole everything, like, he's, he's so off the wall, and he's so, like, I don't know, I can respect the fact that he'll go to any length to get even. Because I've been that way. No matter how much of my time I'm wasting, if I'm wasting your time also, I'm happy. Now, the guy I'm a big fan of is Mr. Miyagi's nemesis in Karate Kid 2, Sato. Oh, yeah. Every time he's like, first you see your father, then you see me. (laughs) Like, that was a hell of an impression. Dude, I'm like, dude, take it easy, bro. Like, every line, you know, it's like, is this Sam Pizza Wood we find on beach that day? Sam! Like, <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was so mad he karate chopped a piece of wood for 50 years thinking about For 50 years! I'm like, dude, this guy needs some Metamucil, man. That guy is back to back. Yeah, it's true. Sato! But, jo- but Johnny, 
Johnny cracks me up though. He's the, he's the best part of the show. Like yeah, him yeah. dealing with like whole woke culture is hilarious. Oh just, yeah, dude. He just walks through it like Don Fry. It's like he really <laughs> is, you know, like okay, whatever. You know, like he walks right through it. We didn't have fucking safe spaces. Safe spaces <laughs> put you in a fucking coma and you were safe afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> How many right, right there? Dude, right? There's just two genders. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, all right, so let's talk about. Uh, so also Diego Sanchez, uh, UFC uh, Ponzinibbio is taking on Lee Jinglang on ABC. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Uh, that's a good fight. I talked about last time that the thing got a thing, but Ponzinibbio when I had him on the podcast, my kid was first born, and. Uh, I couldn't really understand what he was saying. I was supposed to watch the kid. And Eve Edwards is at my house. I'm like, Eve, can you change my kid's diaper? She, he goes, okay. So he goes into that. He's like a grandfather. And then next thing I know, we're on the nanny cam. And my wife texts me, who has our kid right now? Because she didn't know Eve was there. And I sent her a picture of Eve just like, all blood. Like, this guy. So that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> you should have just been like, what? What do you mean? Where? Oh, my God, where is she? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I thought you me. were of the money. I'm, I'm at the top. <laughs> I thought you had it. So oh true. my god, she would have. Oh, that would have actually. That would have been. She would have lost. Then you don't want to put anybody through that. Forget it. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, now yeah, Holloway. You do. Yeah, you do. It'd be funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, that's how you learn. <laughs> also, You'll laugh about it when you go through divorce court. <laughs> Nothing was better than Trump McCorkle's divorce court when they had to read McCorkle's text saying, I, I missed your huge cock in court. Oh my God. <laughs> I just can't believe I sent that one. No. Um, <laughs> the, uh, right? Sorry. I'm going to say uh, who you Yeah, no, that was amazing. That was, well, it was, it was amazing because my ex-wife was like, she tried to introduce evidence of hateful stuff I'd said to her on text, which was me just making fun of her last, her new last name being Bop, like it was B-O-P-P. And so I'd be like, dirty, dirty, Bop, like stuff like that. I don't know if you know the NSYNC song. Anyway, so I would just send her like stuff, harass her, just when she would say something mean, I would say something back to her rhyming with Bop. And uh, so I had some old stuff from her where she said, you think just because you have a huge dick, every girl's going to want you. So I highlighted that and had my lawyer have her read that aloud in court so be on public record. And uh, he didn't know what was coming. He, I just hand him a stack of papers. He goes, would you mind reading these? And he was like, who is this speaking? She's like, um, me and who too, Mr. McCorkle. And he's like, yes. And so then she reads it and his face was priceless. My lawyer was priceless. But that's the same lawyer who I tried to convince that I would rented tuxedos, matching tuxedos for us both to wear in court. And that he that he was going to wear it no matter what. I was paying him and he was getting real mad about it. He was like, well, listen, we're not wearing tuxedos. And I was like, no, no, I already got him. I got him like cummerbunds and everything. We're going to wear them. They'll be impressed. They'll be like, these guys are professional. Like, and he's like, we're not wearing tuxedos. And I said, well, I'm wearing mine. And he goes, listen, if you show up in tuxedo, I'm not going in with you. I'm telling you right now. He didn't know I was joking. But so what I like about you is that you try to make yourself laugh the most. Um, Always. It's like, yeah. It's yeah. like your eight year relationship with R. Kelly was just for you. <laughs> just like yeah. every day he would text R. Kelly just to make himself laugh. Uh, those are my favorite kind of people. Uh so I know we had an eight-year relationship once, but uh, the girl was only seven, so I didn't <laughs> oh, anyway. Hey-o. But uh, hey, you want to hear an awesome story about Chick-fil-A last night that's really fast? But I, my girlfriend made me swear I would tell it to you. So, okay, go. Driving through Chick-fil-A last night, you know, they're always real super friendly. So I get up to the window, and the guy taking the 
food from the windows, handed it to people, and the girl's blaming him. He's a young kid saying, you handed the wrong food to him. He said, you handed it to me. How's that my fault? I'm just giving it to the people, right? And so she keeps blaming him. I was like, tough night, huh? He goes, yeah, how's that my fault? So I feel bad for the kid. And I look in my wallet and I have like 50s, hundreds and a bunch of ones, like just $1 bills. So I'm going to tip the kid. I come up about 14 or 15 $1 bills, right? So uh, I wasn't going to give him 50. So he hands my food. I said, hey, man, I know you're cold out here, like, or whatever. You're doing a good job. He's a young kid. I was like, here you go. And he goes, oh, sir, I can't take tips. I was like, well, just take it. Nobody will know. He goes, no, I really can't. And I said, just give it to the girl inside then, whatever. And he's like, sir, I really can't take it. I'll get fired. I said, just take the money. And he won't do it. But I'm getting kind of irritated because I'm looking stupid holding this money out. You know, and the people at the window are looking. So I'm like, here, just take it. And I go to hand it to him. And the wind, a massive wind comes, blows it out of my hand as I'm trying to hand it to him. It hits him in the face. So it looks like I threw it 15 ones and hit him in the face with it. He's like, <laughs> what the hell? Like backing up because he gets hit in the face with the money. The girl in the window is like, what are you doing? And so I'm laughing like when it happened, I'm dying laughing my foot slips off the brake and hits my gas pedal. So I pull forward like six feet right after I throw it. Oh my so God. I almost hit the kid on the side. So I just took off. Cause I'm like, fuck, I'm, I can't, what am I going to try to explain this? So as far as the people at Chick-fil-A knew, I threw the money and the guy hit him in the face with it and pulled out real fast. Oh so my God. It was, uh, and I, I saw my rear mirror. He was just standing there with a the confused look on his face and dollar bills blowing around everywhere. It's kind of like a average weekend for Greg Wilson, at the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was going to say, at least it was American money. I don't know if you've ever been to a strip club in Canada. Oh, but, you no, know, they no. don't have dollar bills in Canada. They have $1 coins oh, yeah. called loonies yeah. and $2 coins called toonies. And <laughs> and the girls dance and you can't you can't put money in their fucking thing. So the strip club I was at, they would dance and then they would get a bucket and they'd sit down and then everybody just throw coins at them like they were a fucking fountain. Yeah, yeah no. I, I, I refuse to do it. I'm like, Nobody I'm not- was trying to hit the bucket. Nobody was trying to hit the bucket. So the girls are getting like pelted with change but acting appreciative of it. They're like, Dang, thank you. Oh, thank you. Was, oh my God. I was like, the fuck is going on here in Canada? You guys are out of your minds. I was at a strip club one time and the girl had like cheap heels on and she was on top of the pole and went straight down and landed on her, her, her heel, but it like her shoe came off. So the bottom heel just like shot out and hit some guy in the head, like almost knocked the guy out with a fucking stripper heel. And the guy was a like, naked gun. Yeah. I was fucking, <laughs> I was, I was dying laughing. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it was like, I think he was like, he was the, the heel almost knocked the guy out, and the wind from it almost knocked out Brendan Schaub's. Boom! Oh, there my. it is. I think we got four. I think that's four. You think, you think it's like Ace Ventura, or like like Ace? It's like Schaub is like the guy from Ace Ventura. No, I mean uh, McCorkle, where he's like you know obsessed and he's trying to kill the you know like that. Ace yeah, yeah, yeah. Laces out like the laces out guy. Yeah, like, like just call me Ray Finkel. Like you go to Finkel. He Ray Finkel. But you go to his house and it's just pictures of fucking McCorkle and like cutouts and like it's fucking crazy town. McCorkle's the mayor. Or Whatever that is. <laughs> so. All right. Oh, so Holloway versus Calvin Guitar, UFC ABC one. Who wins this? Uh, Don Fry. What'd you say? You weren't clear. All right. Uh, oh, I wasn't clear. All right. Max Holloway versus <laughs> Calvin Guitar, UFC at Hello. ABC one. I'm gonna go with Holloway. I'm gonna go with Holloway. Go with the with the uh, old guy, the experience, you know, and the knowledge. Uh, Sean, the proof. Uh, I'd go Holloway too, man. I think uh, God, it's gonna be a tough one, man. But I say Holloway. Depends on which version shows up, but I think Holloway. Uh, 
Greg? You know, last time we did this, I said Holloway, and it's it was basically one of those things. Anytime I bet against him, he always wins anyway. But I've thought about it since then, and I got to tell you, I think I'm going with Cater on this one. I, I think he's uh, younger. I think he's got more energy. I think he's hungrier. And Holloway is one of those guys that, that you know, you can catch him slipping. I, I think this is – I like I, – I, I really – I thought about it. I think I'm going Tater. Wayne Dog. Well, get this. Max Holloway is only 29 years old. Calvin Cater wow. is 32. <laughs> so it's actually what? reverse. Cater is actually Holy a bit older. Shit. I thought it was the opposite. That's crazy. Well, I mean, that just shows how good Max is to accomplish all that with, you know, being 29. Yeah. I, think, I think people forgot because they sounded him really young. He was like I was going to say, exactly. It's just because he's been in for so long that it feels like he's a lot older, I guess. So we got Chris Pensioni is here. Chris, how are you? Uh, Chris was killing it in Bellator. You were like nine and one. And then they fucking cut you. Uh, why did you? Why, why did you get? You were you just beat AJ Agazarm. You fucking destroyed this guy who was like this loudmouth guy that was talking all this smack. He was a Division One wrestler. I think he was like an Abu Dhabi finalist or something or something on a high level jiu-jitsu guy. And yeah. you beat him 30-27, 30-26, And you got cut. Well, what happened? Yeah. Uh, uh... I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think I played around with them too much. Maybe they were just like, why didn't you just fuck that guy up right away, dude? Because um, I just like, I had a lot of fun. You know, I got to like dance around with this guy and smack him around. He like headbutted me. I almost got knocked out from that. That was a trip. You ever been headbutted? Like, you know, it's different in wrestling where you're like, yeah, yeah. and the dude kind of rhinos you. This was like, you know, you don't see it coming. He like headbutted me. I was like, oh shit. I'm well, back in the day, Don Fry, back in the day, head, headbutts were legal, right? Yeah, everything was legal. Yeah, everything. How many times did you get headbutted? Oh, fuck. Uh, how many times did I not get headbutted? <laughs> it, was, it was a weapon. I mean, I, I used it. Um, first, first dance ever used it, then I used it, and then Coleman used it. He used it on me, you know, and... Uh, Shit. And uh, like I said, Bowman, they call him the godfather of uh, ground and pound. Hell, I was before him and Dan were before me. So I must be the grandfather of ground and pound. Dan's a great grandfather. You so, know, ground so Don, pound. this guy, this guy's saying he got headbutted once and almost got knocked out. Is he, ah. a, huge, is he a huge pussy in your book? <laughs> yeah, he needs, he, he needs to get a helmet, you know, and stay, stay in, the, in, the, uh, in the seating area. I think it's the hits that you don't see coming, you know. Uh, I'm yeah. taking some headbutts, head man, but I just wasn't expecting it. It just fucking threw me off my game. I still be that. But Chris, what you were five and one in Bellator, right? What was your record? No, in no, you're so full of shit, dude. I was like three and two. I was like three and two, but. It, it was a really cool story. If you want to get into detail, I won't. I'll paraphrase it. I came out. I made my debut. I jumped guard into a triangle just to show him, like, hey, I like put me up against real guys. And then, like, uh, like just crazy life shit hit me that I haven't had to deal with in, like, like a decade, man. I, like, grown shit. Like, whatever. So, I totally lost focus. And then back-to-back -back decision losses just kind of getting outpointed. Remember, I got just, like, humped by Taiwan. For like yep. 15 minutes. That was like my first main card. And that was my third fight in Bellator. And he just humped me raw, dude. He didn't move at all. And then uh, and then I just busted out three wins in a row. 
and they put me up against three kill well two killers and then AJ. It was like this Moroccan kickboxing champ and then this freaking Tajikistani guy. He like Khabib's tr- main training partner. Dude was Jack. I was looking at him. I was like, there's no way this guy's 145. And I fought that dude with a broken leg, beat him, and then just humiliated AJ. And then uh, I didn't hear anything. I got my uh, wife pregnant. I was waiting to hear some news. And uh, here we are. <laughs> it makes no oh. sense because you're like a likable kid. You got tons of followers. People love you. You you got you got the whole thing going for you. You're a good dude. What am I not? What, what happened? What who did you do? You wait a minute. So you wait a minute. You beat AJ McKee? No, no, no. no. AJ Agazar. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was gonna say, how do you cut someone who beats AJ? I was like, oh, wait a minute. What did I miss? But I don't what am I? What am I missing? Did you piss somebody off? Do you want more money? That they were. I I was super polite, man. Uh, I have no idea. I uh. I have some theories, but I won't go into them on I'm not smart. I'm not smart enough to get into that on the, you know, <laughs> to, I'm not like a big guy, but like, if you notice, they cut like 30 people that will cut, right. Cut. Like they just didn't renew contracts. And most of those guys had put in their time and they were kind of getting to that mid level, right. You got like low mid and then high level paychecks and fighting. And uh, I was one of those guys. So, you know, I kind of put in my time. So I was like, all right, time to get a little little step up, three-fight win streak. I've never heard of someone not getting paid more after winning three fights, maybe back in the fucking 90s. Right. <laughs> hey, boy, what's wrong in the back of the 90s? <laughs> so, all right, McCorkle. All right, so McCorkle, you're a good businessman. What happened here? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just weird sometimes. The decisions they make don't make sense to me. Um, I have a theory. I think what happened to Chris is, he didn't show up for a fight because even he couldn't figure out when Bellator was on. So, like, I think even he was like, when the hell is the next show? When am I fighting? And he searched the internet and couldn't find a word about his fight. I think that's what happened. That's good. Uh, now, Don, what happened? Why are they not signing this? Why This is his three in a row, and he's actually, like, a, a really good fighter. What's going on, Don? It's called Bellator. You know, they, they don't know what to do with a fighter that keeps winning. <laughs> just cut him. It's crazy. And I'm, I'm, so Chris, so what's it now? So what's, what are you going to do? Well, I've got some, what is it? Some, uh, some buns in the oven. Is that the, is that the right expression? I got some buns in the oven, man. I'm supposed to say something pretty soon. I don't want to give it away. You know, you'll be one of the first guys to know. I, I'm just training my ass off, dude. Let's just put it that way. There's a lot of opportunities out there. You no, know, I got passport sorts of stuff. And by the way, you just said that you're pregnant with twins. So, <laughs> what? so you have irons oh. in the fire you have irons Iron. in the fire Iron. oh my god hey, buns in the, buns in the oven buns in the oven means you're pregnant with twins <laughs> I, I, sometimes, I you, sometimes you get a bun in the oven by putting your iron in the fire that's what i heard that's, exactly, boy, that's <laughs> like the truth that. right there it's actually AJ's fault that my wife is pregnant because after I beat him, I went to the doctor. They're like, Hey, you've been cutting weight for like, you know, like the last six years. Pretty. Cause I'm a 145er man, but I'm like almost six foot, you know, I'm like five ten, five eleven, 11, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, I can put on weight really fast. Like I could shoot up to 180 or I could drop down to 40. So he's like, you fucked your liver up. Here's all these like, uh, like vitamins and, uh, you're going to like, just feel great, man. You're going to like literally, literally like real vitamins, like fucking liver detox shit. So then I beat AJ. I'm taking all my supplements and I was just fucking just raged out, just beating the shit out of him. I thought about it for like three months straight. That's just fucking my wife like crazy. And then we got pregnant. So 
<laughs> well, I see your wife. Your wife, is, your wife is very attractive. So I'm so uh, sorry for what I did to her, man. I just, man, it was messed up. She didn't do anything wrong. No, so now uh, <laughs> recently you recently were on a uh, submission underground with Chael Sonnen. You were yeah. killing everybody. Then your opponent backed out. They gave you a guy that was like a hundred pounds heavier than you. Uh, <laughs> fucking guy was huge, man. He could have his own fucking zip code. But, guy was giant. but you lost and you were really angry because you kept tweeting from the event. This is bullshit. I want a rematch. This, this, this thing sucks. Like, do you think maybe you were went a little too far? No, dude, fuck that guy. You know when you tie up with somebody, like I'm sure we've all tied, well, I don't know how much of these guys wrestle, but you tie up with somebody, you can just feel it, right? You're like, I got this motherfucker. I tied up with this guy and I went for one of these like like wrist locks where you just kind of do a mercy thing, Wagner, Rocha, Hocha, however you do it, does that. I grabbed him and he literally just grabbed me back and like threw me into the cage. Like this was fucking WWE. And that's when I knew I fucked up. Um, uh, Don Fry, did that that ever happen to you? Uh, A couple of dates. I've had some big old fat broads, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's different than the big guys. Big guys, they don't, the two, when you're past 210, 220, it doesn't matter if they're 220 or, or fucking 300. They have this size. But when you're a little guy and it's like 145 versus like a dude who cuts to 185, I mean, holy shit, dude. It's like, he's huge. Hey, Don, what about when you went into K1 without ever throwing a kick and fought the K1 champion? Um, yeah, pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a dumbass move. Yeah. <laughs> That that been okay. my, I my, love Don Fry so much. <laughs> what was that, Sean? What, I, I would have done better if I wouldn't have popped. I just thought I love, I love Don Fry so much. <laughs> yeah, you said you never <laughs> threw a kick before and entered a K1 at a K1 tournament, like which is all kickboxing. And you went up against the best right. guy in the world. What was his name, the guy that you went up against? Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> Was it a, guy like, from France. Yeah, he was uh, like he was like eighty-seven and zero or something in kickboxing. Oh, he's a monster. He was a monster. He's a great. He's a great kick fighter. Yeah, kickboxer. Um, Gerard. No, not Gerard. Le Banner. Is Jerome. Yeah, Le Jerome Le Banner, who's like I think like the greatest of all time. So, at what point during that fight did you realize I should have thrown? A, I should have practiced kicking. Uh when I got off the airplane in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> You know you're probably making a mistake taking a K1 match when you're referring to it as kick fighting. (laughs) (laughs) They made these guys different back then, dude. They had the best kind of meat, too. Now they fucked with all our meat, man. We got to go out of the way to get the fucking the good shit. This is why. Look at these guys. They fucking took fights without kicking. That's crazy. I just love the fact that he never threw a kick before and enters a kickboxing against the greatest guy in the world. Uh, that's a guy that's like you, you got some serious self belief and balls to do that, man. Well, I, I had the chance if I didn't pop them pills. You know, my back was bothering me, so I popped a couple of pills and they just, you know, that put me on stupid street, man. Really, really bad. Really so you pop pills before the fight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound like how most fights get started. 
Wait, how many people? Adam, did I ever tell you about the time I asked Don what he was thinking when he let a guy break his arm? What did he say? I said, I said, Don, you know that fight? I can't remember who it was against. It was probably some chick fighter. But uh, I was like, uh, when he got you in an arm bar and was going to break it, you didn't tap. What were you thinking? He said, buddy, I was so high, I don't even remember that night. I was like, all righty. So, Don, how many pills, like, what kind of pills did you take before the fight? Uh, a couple of Vicodin. A couple of Vicodins. Okay, so, like, like two, three, four, five? Uh, two or three. You know, they were 1,000, you know, because my back, my back was, um, <laughs> Uh, going, going real, starting to go, starting to go real bad at that at that point. You're in, increasing at that point, you know. That's crazy. So you see, you you you're on three thousand milligrams of Vicodin, and then you go out and fight the best guy in the world. So when he when he kicks you, does it even hurt? I don't remember. I have to watch the I have to watch it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show because my, my daughter's nanny is, uh, well, the, the woman I picked up at the park today. Uh, Chris, what do you have coming up? Uh, a baby? Court? Court case? Baby? Maybe a fight before that? Wait, what are you going to court for? <laughs> this motherfucker ripped down my house, dude, when I was gone for one of my Bellator fights. Bought my first house and he ripped it down. I'm fucking sitting in it now. Spent a year building this motherfucker. I'm going wait, who ripped that, wait who, who ripped down your house? Yeah, this fucking contractor guy, dude. I paid him to put a roof on. He's like, no problem, dude. I got you. I'm like, awesome. New roof. I come home. The fucking house is gone. Oh, my okay? God. I have a fucking, like, couple hundred thousand dollar dance floor, right? Just the fucking foundation. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you're a, well, your trust, not your trusses. That's the roof. Oh, shit. What's it called? You're a, what's under the subfloor, you know? The fucking floor joists, your joists, yeah, or whatever. He's like, floor yeah, your joists, yeah, your floor joists look like shit. So I pulled those out too, and I but don't worry though, you're a big Bellator fighter, you got lots of money. This will be no big deal. Oh, I was like, you're God. out of your fucking mind, bro. Um, and I was like, you need to stop, or you need to fix this. I was like, you're not getting shit. You're out of your fucking mind. So, uh, yeah, and I built it, so I'm here in this motherfucker. So that's, I don't know. All right, well, good luck with your court case, baby, and fight. Court case, baby, fight. McCorkle, what do you have coming up? I still will have a court case at some point. Um, but uh, oh my God. I did want to say, uh, I did want to say before I go, I helped my friend out the other day. Like, uh, I got a buddy who's got, like, older kids. They're in their 20s. And he complains they never text him back. You know, like he always says that there's always, you know, they just ignore him now. And uh, I told him how to fix it. I said, so I took his phone. I texted his son. I said, hey. If you don't text me back, you guys know like revenge porn's real big now, right? Or whatever. Yeah. I said, if you don't start texting me back, I'm gonna send you a video of me banging your mom. Like uh of, you know, his dad sent it to his son. So I don't know. That was uh, it worked out the kid texts back right away. So I thought that was like a new thing that people should start doing, like threatening their kids with sending them revenge porn. Like, don't get a dick pic for not texting me back. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sean. This is parental advice. All right, so Don Fry, what do you have coming up? I got a ratchet going up after I saw McCorker's story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, Greg, what do you have coming up? 
You know, I'm proud to announce that my five-week workshop is uh, actually, it's, it's more than sold out. It's a little oversold. I'm going to have to actually break it up into two different classes. So I'm very excited about that. But if you guys want to get in on the next round, just be sure and uh, join the email list at thecomedyinstitute.com. And that's that's about it. You know, watching the fights and, of course, uh, you know, uh, enjoying playoff football. Nice. Uh, Wean Dog? <laughs> Follow me on social media at the Wean Dog. Okay, and I have a comedy special airing right now on uh, Fight Pass called Adam Punches, as well as this week uh, I will be in Springfield, Missouri, um, at, at doing comedy at the Blue Room Comedy Club, and then Sunday I'll be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with Gerald Harris doing comedy at the Looney Bin. Thank you guys so By much. By the way, Adam, I have officially paid ten dollars to watch your special because I forgot to cancel uh, within the two-week window. So, <laughs> so they got my 10 bucks, but it was absolutely worth it. It's a great special, man. You have everything to be proud of. Thank you. I love you guys. You guys love are the you. best. Take care, guys. You guys are the best. Bye. Have a good Bye. one.